Welcome to a special CZ podcast series on the What Works Best 2020 update. For eight exclusive episodes, join the Secretary of the New South Wales Department of Education, Mark Scott, as he speaks with schools and students about effective teaching practices that support student academic achievements. This week's topic is on classroom management with Stratford Girls High School. Well, I'm here talking with Angela Lyris, the principal at Strathfield Girls High School and students from the school about classroom management, which is one of the What Works Best themes. And we're going to talk about how classroom management looks in practice at their school. Hi, Angela. Tell me, what does a well-managed classroom look like and why is classroom management so important? Hi, Mark. Thank you for the opportunity for allowing me to share our story with our colleagues. Firstly, I'd like to start by saying that a world-managed classroom has a positive learning environment that inspires all students to achieve their personal best in the learning process. Also, it's about every student maximising their learning time in every classroom, where every teacher ensures that every student in the classroom is engaged and actively participating in the lesson. I strongly believe there are some key factors that you would see as a casual observer in any classroom where well-managed classrooms exist. And one of the first things that you would see would be a clearly defined learning intent from the outset of the lesson, the teacher having established the learning context, the students understanding clearly what is going to be achieved during the lesson. I think the other thing that is extremely important is the deliberate sequencing of activities that are going to take part during that lesson. And the learning resources available to the students have to be varied, they have to be appropriate, they have to engage students and differentiate so that every student is able to access the lesson content. But the most important thing that I think as educators and what I strive for as leader at Strathfield Girls High School to do is to build those positive relationships where the students and the teachers are working together to achieve the best for the student. What I mean there is it is my expectation that every teacher is a leader in their classroom and they know every student, they know their strengths, they know their areas for further development And they're working together to improve those learning outcomes. And I think if students feel comfortable with those relationships, they're willing to take risks. They're willing to engage a lot more than what they would if they didn't have those positive relationships. How do the teachers at Strathfield Girls address student disengagement? Like every school, we have a discipline policy and it is our expectation that our students engage We call it commitment to learning. So at the beginning of every academic year as principal, I take every cohort through our expectations. So we start off with the commitment to learning, the behaviour code, the department's behaviour code, and a whole range of other areas that we feel that our community and our students need to know what is expected when you come to school, when you visit a classroom, and what the consequences are if you are not adhering to the standard of behaviour that we expect. One of the things we've done is that about four years ago, we monitored and tracked every student 
in the school from year 7 to 12. We use the traffic light system where green means the student has achieved growth and we've used the amber system which means there has been some growth but not sufficient and the red means that we need to put some intervention strategies in place and we need to get our specialist teachers to support us in providing that additional support for students who have not at the moment progressed in the learning process as we have expected. A critical factor also in all of this is student voice. As principal, I pride myself in interviewing all students in years seven to 12, and to listen to what they have to say about their learning. And they're very honest. They tell you exactly what they think. They give you suggestions. We've just finished year seven, semester one, and they've talked about their learning experience, including COVID, which I can um, honestly say that my heart goes out to poor year seven. They've had a very difficult time. I mean, they arrived, they had an orientation program and then everybody went online and so many of them felt so lost in the process. And we've learnt a lot from that. But I think, you know, going back to your question, it is about identifying wellbeing needs. A lot of our students in today's society, they come to school, school's the only safe place, and they want somebody to be able to support them with the other issues that they are currently facing. So I think, you know, how you communicate that information effectively to the rest of the staff where a student doesn't feel in any way that everybody knows what is happening in their life, but they are able to engage in the learning process after you have addressed the wellbeing issues that are a priority. And hopefully the staff are committed to ensuring that that student has the additional support that they need to succeed. Can I just ask on the staffing question? I think some of the feedback we get for is that Teachers in the initial part of their career, one of the great shocks in a sense, you can, you can do your initial teacher education, but landing in a classroom, the classroom management challenge is very significant. And also I think we know that if a particular teacher is struggling with classroom management, that can have an impact not just on the kids in their class, but on the whole learning environment in, uh, and in other classes as well. How do you support your staff to develop effective classroom management skills? I support my staff because I believe, you know, you're absolutely right when you talk about beginning teachers. I have um, a couple here and it's true to say that that is an area that every beginning teacher struggles when they first start their teaching career. One of the things that I do is I, I believe in visible leadership. And I've said to the teachers that I'm going to walk into your classroom. Please, it's not about you. I'm here to support you, to talk to the girls. And what I did a couple of weeks ago, I walked into this um, Year 9 class and there were five girls that were misbehaving. Now, those girls were removed from the class and we had a one-on-one -on -one discussion. And I think what's really important is that a beginning teacher needs to fully understand the school's discipline policy. When you talk to students individually and our policy, we ask the students to reflect on their behaviour, 
We asked them to think about how could they have done things differently and we asked them to say, okay, well, when you go back into that next lesson, what are you going to do? Now, after having that interview, uh, those interviews with the five girls, I went and had a one-on-one -on -one interview with the teacher because I knew she was feeling very, very nervous about the principal coming into her class and removing five of the students. Now, I explained to her that I walk around, she's new in the school, I walk around, she doesn't need to be concerned about anything, but it is important that we provide her with the support that she needs to be successful in the classroom. Now, the teacher came back and obviously I worked with the head teacher and said, we asked her, what can we do to support you? And sitting down with the head teacher and having that discussion then allowed us, we worked out a plan that is supporting this beginning teacher to address some of the discipline issues that she's having in that classroom. I must say that those five girls were angels in the following lesson. So tomorrow I'm out to visit the class again. So I think that constant reinforcement of what our school rules are, of what are our expectations, um, referring back to our policies, I think it's essential to have the policy as that's the parameters to have the discussion. CC is doing a great job with the research and providing us the framework for us to have the discussion and provide the professional learning to staff that will support them and give them the opportunity. I'm going to change the framework for our meetings in 2021 because I want to give staff more of the opportunity in using um, the what works best. I had implemented that the first time it came out, but I'm going to do it very differently this time because I want staff to engage in discussion and then go back and implement something and then come back and discuss it across faculties. What worked? What didn't work? Why didn't it work? Terrific. That's great, Mark. Thank you so much for the Thank opportunity. Thank you. To see you. Take care. You. Students, three of you. Hello, Annabelle in the middle. How are you? Hello. Tarisha. Hello, Sophia. How are you on the end there? Let's talk about learning at Strathfield Girls. How do your teachers create and maintain a positive learning environment? So the teachers at Strathfield Girls High School are extremely dedicated and enthusiastic in their subjects. They go above and beyond to provide us with opportunities to excel and they like to make sure that we understand the content and skills taught in class really well. The teachers at Strathfield Girls High School, my teachers, are so supportive and encouraging and they put so much effort into making sure each and every single student in the classroom feels like they belong. So for example, the teachers will often encourage girls to speak up and express their own personal opinions. And by doing this, they cultivate individual development and they can create meaningful conversations within the classroom. How do the teachers keep you on track? I mean, there are a million distractions that are out there. How do your teachers work to keep you all on task on the the job at hand the work at hand the work that needs to be done so yeah that's a really good point because there are a lot of distractions in today's classroom with all the mobile phones and music and i think it's important the teachers set the standards at the beginning of the class they'll tell us what they expect of us and they'll also remind us why we're here why we're getting an education why this is important to us and why we should care any other thoughts from um, the other students there on uh, ways your teachers keep you on, on task in the classroom? Well, at 
the end of every topic we do, our teachers normally get us to do an evaluation of what we thought we liked, what we enjoyed, what we might want to change next time and what we really found interesting. So for the next students and the next topic we can do, they will add those points into the curriculum. So everything is quite tailored to us. So we know what we're doing and we can enjoy it a lot. Let me ask about that. I, I think there might be many teachers or anyone, even in a work environment, where you ask for feedback, but you don't really want feedback, particularly if it's kind of critical. You've worked hard to be able to deliver it. How do your teachers create an environment where you feel safe to give honest feedback on what your experience has been like in the classroom? Well, we create trust with our teachers. And we know that if they're giving us feedback, they want us to improve next time we do something, next time we do an assessment task, an assignment, homework, whatever it is. So we know that they want us to improve, to improve our skills, improve our knowledge. That trust really does help us to stay on track. With our teachers, we have like a very friendship kind of relationship with them. It's not like there's like this gap between us. It's not like student and teacher only. It's more like we can talk to them about if ever there's any problems that we have. And especially in terms of school, like if we have any problems with the content that we're being taught, a lot of our teachers offer like programs where we can go to the library and they'll help us with any homework that we have. Or like we can book a meeting with them if we have any problems with the content they're teaching us. And it's not just strictly to the content, it's to do with our well-being as well. Like if we have any problems, a lot of our teachers like will refer us to the counsellor or we can talk to them or our year advisor. And we're really close to all our teachers. So Shepherd Girls offers a really nice environment that's really comforting for everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Good to see you. Thanks for listening to this special What Works Best podcast series produced by the Centre for Education Statistics and Evaluation, or CESI. Tune in next week or subscribe to listen to the next episode.